0: It's May 5th, 2021. Happy Boys Day and Cinco de Mayo. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. First up, we'll have Vicky Stepanenko, and she's here to tell us about the workshop co-working space over in Wailua. And then we'll be joined by Doc Rock, Kaala Souza, both innovative entrepreneurs, and they're here to tell us about some of the advancements in video live streaming. Of course, right now I want to welcome Vicky, who's here to tell us about the uh, opening. I think they've been open in a little while, but the opening of their co-working space in Wailua. Welcome to the show, Vicky.
1: Thank you, Bert. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, Vicki, how long has uh, a Workshop Co-working been open?
1: Yeah, uh, we slowly opened in about September, October of last year. So uh, we had a slow open through the pan. The, you know, so I guess the middle of the pandemic, mm-hmm. right there. And we've sort of been full force in January.
0: So tell me about where this uh, co-working space is, because when you were describing to me, to, you know, describing it to me, I mean, I thought it was really kind of kind of quaint, rustic, you know, over there at the Wailua sugar mill. And of course, I you know, I kind of drive past Wailua, maybe going to uh, Mokulea or something, but. Uh, I you know, I would love to swing by one day and see what it's like. But what did you you guys did a, a really good job of uh kind of renovating that place, right?
1: Yeah, it was really like a diamond in the rough. Well, we made it a diamond. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was more rough, we made it a diamond. <laughs> um the Sugarville, you know, just has such this rich history of the North Shore and it's really right now it's just this thriving compound where I'm, you know, I'm guesstimating like twenty, thirty different businesses, including all these, you know, 20-plus board shapers in there. I'm sure there's more. Um, I love seeing all the new businesses that pop up there. We just got a record shop the other day, tucked in a Corner, all sorts of fun businesses. So it was just – it felt perfect when we found, you know, a little nook we could carve out, and then that turned into, um, you know, a second space next door as well where we just expanded last month. Um, so we have a little corner. We're all the way in the back of the YL Lewis Sugar Mill over by the mechanic um it's just it's really special. It just has a life of its own. Outside our doors we see, you know, the beautiful mountains and the views and everything and then it's just it it's dirty but <laughs> but it's lovely. Inside it's a like I said, it it's a it's a Pinterest paradise almost inside. <laughs> but we love it. It's it's homey.
0: So has the has the uh Wailua Sugar Mill been going through this uh uh rebirth as a as a commercial space?
1: Mhm. Totally. Um and there's so much in the works that I just hear little whispers of things that are happening, something. I think I heard something about a distillery soon, all sorts of things. So um, I think the the sugar mill, I think it was last year sometime they got new owners. So things are ever evolving. I know they're talking about another structure or two in there. And, you know, we're kind of along for the ride. We're happy to, to be in there. We're happy to be building a presence in there. And I can't wait to see what other businesses, you know, surround us.
0: So during this uh during this pandemic have, have people been able to come out and, and check it out or has it been like uh, I don't know, for me, I mean I, I, I live in this bubble between my home and my office, so I never go anywhere besides, you know, those places except maybe to buy food. But how how has the uh let's say turnout been for the space? I mean not just not just the co working space, but you know, for other businesses out at the Wailua Sugar Mill?
1: Yeah, well I'll say for us it's been it's really almost exciting. Like if you can think of the angle that we're at, like someone's finally discovering that there's a co-working place on the North shore and maybe they've been stuck at home for a year plus, mm-hmm, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, to say that. Um, they come in and all of a sudden, like, there's a nice little group of people. It's like a new little pod they can join, right? Even though North Shore, we're very, you know, lucky and fortunate up here through the whole pandemic, I think. Um, we still get, you know, some people come in and they're a bit more comfortable and then some people come in and they want to wear their masks the whole time. We accommodate everyone and we have enough space for everyone to spread out. Um, but we get more, all the, I'll say all the time, People just get so big eyed and excited to have a community and meet new people because that's something that we all lacked with all those connections during the pandemic. So um, I'll say I think, you know, all the other businesses on North Shore, the tourists are back. Our traffic is back. Um, I know all the businesses are happy about that because they're making, you know, back to pre-pandemic income, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we're excited with that because at the same time, we're getting a bit more travelers that want to come for a whole month or two months or need a private workspace or, you know, maybe they have a podcast they need to record while they're on vacation, um, so that's working for us as
0: well. So, that, you know, you, maybe you just answered the question I was going to ask you is who who's mm-hmm. coming in to the workshop co-working and, and uh, what, what is your typical kind of client profile?
1: Yeah. Uh, we get a mix of, you know, locals and visitors. Um, I'll say our locals that come by uh, on average, you know, the, uh, the average person that comes by, we get them maybe about twice a week or so. Um, it's like some of them are moms or dads or students that have a part-time job or something like that. So um, the locals, you know, two times a week is an average person. We have a few that come at, come daily. And then we do have the visitors that, it's so funny, we get a lot that are staying off-grid since
2: mm-hmm. we're near Mongolia. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we get a lot of, like, oh, I'm staying on a yurt, and they told me there'd be Wi-Fi, and there wasn't, and they're in panic mode, and we're like, it's okay, you can you can use the office starting at 6 a.m., and they love that because apparently a lot of other co-working spaces don't open until 8 a.m. and such like that. So the fact that we can let somebody in by 6 a.m., they really love. So, um, yeah, and then we also get a lot of people renting just private offices for meetings. So Realtors or um, I just had a woman that does like Social Security or sorry, um, retirement planning and stuff like that. And she's renting, you know, a a private office space weekly now for her meetings. So totally a
0: mix. Yeah. So you have you have uh, uh, offices to rent. You have kind of a a day rate as well. I mean, what what are some of the options?
1: Yeah. So um, we have our large common spaces between the two separate office spaces. And um, we do seven, $17 a day drop-in rates on that. Or we have a community membership for $60 a month, gets you one day a week. Um, that tends to be really popular. Then once you're in that membership level, we start giving you discounts on the daily drop-ins that you add on after that. If somebody wants to come in unlimited, uh, right now our unlimited rate is two twenty dollars a month. And that gets you you know, access 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Um, visitors, our visitor pricing starts at about $25
0: a day. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. So, Vicky, where can people uh, check this out and, and maybe uh, go come visit the uh, workspace? Yeah, the,
1: we're, we're we're big on Instagram. We love Instagram, and we give you a little sneak peek into our daily life at the workshop. So on Instagram, we are Hawaii Workshop, uh, just all together, Hawaii Workshop. And then um, if you want more information on our website, it's hawaiiwork.shop.
0: Got it. I'll put that up on our show notes. Mahalo, Vicki, for joining us. Mahalo. And, of course, uh, we'll take a short break. And when we return, we'll be joined by Doc Rock and Ka'ala Souza, and we'll learn some new tricks of the trade for live streaming. This is Bite Marks Cafe.
1: Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Honolulu Waldorf School.
0: Welcome back to Bite Mars Cafe. I'm happy and thrilled to welcome Doc Rock and Kaala Souza. Uh, Both of these guys are serial entrepreneurs, and of course, they're both here to talk about live streaming uh, in the day of the coronavirus. Welcome to the show, you guys.
2: Aloha. Aloha. What's up?
0: Now, you know, I I, I cannot give justice to any introduction that I uh, provide for Doc Rock or Kaala, but Doc... You and us, you and I, we go back kind of a long way. I mean, uh, back in the day when there were co-working spaces in Kaka'ako called the Greenhouse, and you were the man. I was getting flashbacks
2: just then. (laughs) What's that again? I was getting flashbacks just then. I know. hanging out with everybody and, you know, working and having fun and doing workshops and stuff. So, yeah, I got to go check her out.
0: And, and, uh, you know, Doc uh, has always been kind of a – uh, a gadget guy, you know, using all the different uh, tools and and always in video and and uh, multimedia production. So, I'm I'm just uh, thrilled to have have Doc on and uh, Kaala. Kaala is uh, my buddy on on the broadband Hui, and you know, yeah. then he started to really show some you know innovation beyond my comprehension. In the area of 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 live streaming, so I wanted to have Kaala and 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 you, Doc, uh, talk about you know some of the innovations that are happening, uh, especially since you know we're all kind of you know in this uh, Zoom mode or sequestered at home, and we're all doing kind of our own interviews uh, here and there, and 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 so I thought I'd uh, have you guys both come on and, and share some of the things that uh, both of you are doing. So so with that, I I sort of did a, a little hack job for for. Um, Doc, but Carl, I want I want you to share share with folks here about uh, what what you do.
3: Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> talking about live streaming, I'm I'm a disciple of Doc, you know. So there's <laughs> there's no doubt I'm I'm here to take notes and listen to what Doc says. You say he's like a gadget guy, and he has cost me so much money. Um, <laughs> every time Doc, every time Doc like gets something new, he's like, "Hey, you gotta check this out." You know, he's just USB powered hub. It's gonna Save your world. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I got like two of them, Doc. By the I got that new OWC one and that other uh, Thunderbolt one that you recommended before. From I forgot the name, of it. but anyway. So you know, we just started. We want to do the live streams. I think mostly because it's like I'm pretty zoomed out, mm-hmm. and um, I found this eCam thing works for the Mac, and that's how I found Doc because he's uh, he just a guru on that. But it just makes me feel like it's a it's a little bit more. Um, it's more. It's more real. It feels more engaging than a Zoom call, and it's live. And you know, we want it to be live and live on the edge. So that's that's, that's, that's the, the lowdown on it.
0: Now, you know, I I, I failed to mention Doc that uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was maybe a month ago. I I uh, I'm kind of a, a regular listener to uh, this week in tech, and and lo and behold, Doc is like a guest on this week in tech, and I thought, you know, I mean. You know, the people that they have on 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 uh, Leo Laporte show is like all these uh, stellar celebrities. So now I can claim <laughs> that I have a stellar celebrity on Bite Marks Cafe. So, Doc, Doc, tell me. You know, so Carla just mentioned Ecamm and and what exactly is Ecamm? I mean, is that was that around obviously before the pandemic, but did it somehow become more popular?
2: Uh, Yes, okay. Ecamm, the company in general, has been around since 1999. Um, Old Mac users will know of an application we had back in the day called Printopia. Mm -hmm. And Printopia basically allowed uh, you to be able to print to any kind of printer from a Mac. Because, you know, back in the days, like, printer guys was just ruthless to us. You know, even though Apple started the whole printer thing with the desktop publishing, you know, model, and then it got into corporate space... All of a sudden, everybody stopped making drivers for Max, so Printopia came out. But maybe, I want to say three or four years ago, um, the, the twin brothers that own the company, Ken and Glenn, they invented a live streaming platform called Ecab Live, and yeah, it was right around the time that the only thing in the game was Wirecast or OBS, and they wanted something that was accessible, like like all said.
0: Okay, okay, so let me let me back up a bit so when you know when uh obviously smartphones became popular and then uh, you know you had the ability to do live live casting on on facebook you know via facebook live straight from your iphone and then and then I think uh you could also do it you know to uh and and get your live stream video onto youtube you have to do a little bit more a couple more steps to to accomplish that so I think people have have gotten kind of used to the idea of of live streaming, let's say from their smartphone directly to Facebook or or um, you know like uh, YouTube. So what you know what 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 niche does the eCam software sort of play?
2: Think of think of it as more of a broadcast studio style thing, right? So, sorry, first time. If you are putting up a presentation, you want to be able to show that. You just don't want to just generically screen share. We give you the opportunity to do something more like what you would see in television. Say, if you're watching, you know, Seth Meyers or, or like, you know, Stephen Colbert at the end, you want to have your face on, graphic in the back, maybe another guest in another window. We allow people to do that as opposed to just put on a camera and become a talking head.
0: Got it. Got it. So, so Kaala, you know, when you, when you, uh, you're such a, you know, you're such a, um, uh, exciting, uh, motivating speaker, and and wanted to have interviews with people. What what got you thinking about, you know, the upping the level of production?
3: I I think it was just kind of being on the boring Zoom calls. Um, the, the way Doc describes eCam, you know, I tried OBS before, mm-hmm. and OBS is a free kind of you know platform to stream things, and it's not bad. I just I've been so busy
2: that I don't have
3: time, so I need something kind of, you know, put together. I can press some buttons, and um, I think what what live streaming like this does for me is different from just being on my phone. Is that I can bring you in, I can solo you, um, I, I can put it side by side, I can put you in a corner, I can bring up graphics, just with the push of the button. And so it, it does become like I think Doc described it as like a broadcast studio or something. And that was really appealing, uh, you know, for me. If I'm doing a presentation, it's, it's not like you know, doing a Zoom presentation where I share my screen and I do a PowerPoint. I just that kills me just saying it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I need something that's gonna keep me awake uh, while I do it. So that that's more fun. It's it's definitely more engaging, uh, and it looks like um, you know you get these transitions and it, it it pops.
0: So so in in I guess for for full disclosure, doc. I mean, you you have a you have a uh, a business relationship with uh, with ecam, right?
2: Oh, yeah, so it's super funny um last year, you know a little bit maybe like two weeks ago, this time last year, just bought the app and I was messing around with it and then, as I joined the community on Facebook, I realized that not a lot of people had questions about the app. Everybody had questions about setting up their cameras or what Mac they should buy or you know what microphones they could they should buy. And I'm like, well, I come from, you know, my family owned electronics retail store. So I've been around cameras since day one. And, you know, my ex TV and radio stuff and been podcasting for over 20 years now. I was like, well, I can answer those gear questions. So eventually they asked me to become community manager. And then later on, they just straight hired me to be the, like, a paid community manager for both the beta community and the regular community. So, yes, I actually work for Ecamp now. But initially, I was just the user. I was just one of those overzealous fans that they were like, "Well, oh, we better hire this guy, <laughs> so he'll leave us. So he'll leave us alone." No, you've <laughs> always been
0: it. you've always been over the top, getting involved with you know any any sort of technology uh, that you took on. I mean, I always thought that you would really dive into it and, and totally immerse yourself. That's that's great to hear.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to help, honestly, and you know, it's the kind of thing that when you get messages, Bert, from people. That are like, oh my goodness, you saved my life, or you saved my business, or we, you know, we didn't know if we were going to be able to do church without it, and now we can set up and still talk to our people, and but and like those those things just drove me like Tinkerbell juice, you know. So I kind of just dove all the way in and wanted to make sure I can get as many people up to speed as soon as possible when we realized that we were going to be in the house way longer than we thought.
0: So so, Doc, you know when uh, when you talk about ECAM actually hiring you like full time, are you? Are you hired to be a community guy just in Hawaii, or is your is your support uh, sphere bigger than you know the state of Hawaii? Uh,
2: my reason is this globe, <laughs> so and maybe a couple of aliens once in a while. <laughs> yeah, my reason is the entire globe. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: So, what uh, are you? Uh, how do how do people find you? I mean, Carla, how did you how did you find Doc? I mean. Of course, Doc yeah. is, you know, one of those guys that you, you know can't Hawaii miss. we find each other. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah, way yeah you possible.
3: know, <laughs> I, I, I started watching, like, Doc is exactly what he just said. He's, like, on there helping people all the time. Like, last year when I was first checking this stuff out, I went into the Facebook group. Everybody's asking a question, and all the questions that I'm looking for answers for, I always see Doc's name on it. So then I started tracking it, and then I see him going, and then I dig a little bit deeper, and I'm like, what Doc's from Hawaii? I'm like, represent 808. He's, like, <laughs> the lead main guy in ecamm support you know for the whole community and i'm like oh I, was, I just felt so proud uh to see that and then i hit him up with a couple of direct questions he responds to me he me you don't know me and um then he's like giving me advice and helping me with my tech stuff and like, like he said it's not just ecamm really it went eCam ecamm is super easy but it's like all like connecting the camera you know getting a usb enough power for my usb hub to run a camera and my m1 i got an m1 because of him a little mini Mac. <laughs> It's because of Doc, but that's how I found him, and it, it is global. Uh, and he's like the voice; everybody just
0: respects him. So, he's so, amazing. so, Carla, I mean, so, what, what are some of the the components in your system that you've actually resulted in in you know these discussions with Doc uh, acquiring?
3: I tell you right now, like I was running a MacBook Pro, a pretty recent one, like twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to buy it, but my other one broke down, so I did get a new one. And I thought I was doing good, and then I started looking at this live streaming. I mean, even before we started doing the live streaming for the workforce stuff and the um, upscaling digital things, and then Doc was started just really recommending the Mac one. i uh, sorry, the Mac Mini, the M1 Mini, when it came out, mm-hmm. and, and I was on the. But, and he's like, "Hey, if you're gonna be a streamer, you gotta you gotta have a devoted system." You know, so I went and bought a, a little mini. wasn't that expensive. I got a, a, you know three monitors set up. My my son and I split a camera. We got the Canon M50, Doc. I, Doc, I don't want to tell you because I know you're not. That's not what you're saying, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm confessing now uh, in public. You know, I got the Canon M50. Um, and wait, wait, wait. So I,
0: wait, wait, Carlos. So what's wrong with the, the Canon?
2: <laughs> I Where, you know, back from video I life days, we were the Sony store. So I've been, I've been bleeding Sony for ah, over 30 Ah, I see, years. I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's,
3: I, this is the first time I told Doc and I actually confessed it. Um I've been hiding it this whole time, but you you brought it out, Bert. <laughs> but you know, it works great for me and I'm at that level. You know, Doc setup, if you watch him on YouTube, it just looks so lit. It just so good. And uh he sets the bar so high for all of us and it's so encouraging, so I, I really appreciate that. Well, you know,
0: you know, uh uh I definitely yeah. want to get into more of the actual setup that you folks have done, you know, camera, mic, even lighting. So we want to hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Doc Rock and Ka'ala Souza about creating live streamed interviews. This is Bite Marks Cafe.
1: Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Ulupono Initiative.
0: Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to serial entrepreneurs Doc Rock and Kaala Souza about live streaming and, of course, all the equipment that goes into creating a great live stream. And right before the break, you know, we're talking about Ecamm, the software. But, you know, really kind of the, uh, another very important uh, aspect of, of any kind of live stream is, is the setup. And and Carla, you were describing the actually confessing about the uh, the <laughs> the camera you ended up buying, which yeah. obviously must have had some compelling reason because you you decided to go against Doc's recommendation for Sony and went with Canon. Uh, but, so, but but <laughs> so what is how's the Canon? I mean, how much did you spend for that? And and how's the quality?
3: The, the funny thing is, like I know zero tech stuff. Uh, so you know, my son is uh, he and I split this Canon M fifty. But it must have been... I don't i don't know what it is. I probably know. It's like 800 bucks or something. So my son wanted to get into live yeah. streaming. These kids are all doing it. And so we split it. Got a nice lens. Because I wanted the fuzzy background. You know, the I forgot to call it bokeh or something. Yeah. And I didn't want to have to blur out my screen, like, digitally. I wanted it to be fuzzy for real. So we got the 60-millimeter lens that Doc recommended. Um, and, and the nice little lights, you know. But you, you don't have to go that far. But I think once you get into it, you, you want to make it as good as you can. So... That's
0: where we went. Oh, that's great. Okay, so doc, what what Sony camera would you have recommended?
2: <laughs> uh, actually pretty much any of them. Right now my favorite is probably the ZV-1 just because it's so small and compact and it just does all the things. It's not an interchangeable lens, but it works. But even something as, you know, as small as the A50 or 100, which is like a $500 camera, is gorgeous. And again, you can use most people already have a camera. They have a camera that they use for their vacations. The kids, you know, try to practice, whatever. A whole bunch of those just already work. So that's one of the reasons why we got so popular is because you can just get those and many of the times just use a USB cord and you're off to the running.
0: Well, you know, I got to upgrade all all of my equipment to get to the level that you folks are at. So, uh, you know, I'm already just I'm trying to take some notes about the cameras and, and uh, you know, I got to upgrade my Mac as well. Now, microphones are really important too, right, because... It's you all know. about the sound, and well, it's about the video too. But what what kind of mics uh, would you suggest? And and maybe we'll start with Kaala, and Kaala, You can make a confession, and then we can go to Doc and find out what the real the real you know answer to the mic question is. But Kaala, what did you end up uh, getting?
3: Okay, so I got this Shure MV7. Uh, Doc, is that the one? That's the one with the um, the USB, but the uh, XLR yeah. cable as well. Yeah. So I I got that one. Um, I'm not. I'm not running it into any other mixer or anything. So, I, again, that's my confession. But it works fine. You know, I I also have it going into a software called um, uh, what do you call it? Loopback that really helps solve my problems from Zoom to eCam to YouTube. Um, and then I have so I have Loopback and Audio Hijack as uh, audio uh, software that helps me make my sound a little bit better.
0: Wow, you that's... have
3: been listening. Has <laughs> been. <laughs> I have been, Doc. I'm deep in it, man. And am no joke. I right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> except for that camera. Yeah, I know you're a Sony guy, but
2: <laughs> I'm teasing. It's all good.
0: So, so, Doc. I mean, what you know, you you watch, uh, you watch. Uh, uh, you know, like this week in tech, and they got they got the I don't know the fancy microphones. What 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 microphones would you recommend? And would you recommend also getting one of the, you know, I don't know those. Uh, I don't know what you call them, you know, the things that uh, you got to hang your mic from and, and have it positioned in, in front of your mouth?
2: I actually have mine that way just because mic proximity is what gives you that sound, but also like having my hands free so that I can reach the keyboard. So mm-hmm. like having it stand in the way just gets irritating. Mm-hmm. But actually, Kyle's microphone is amazing. The mv 7 is one of the most incredible mics. It is built off of the old sm 58 which every person out there who's ever sung karaoke anywhere, we had the mic, the kind of heavy round ball, which you see when you see a child's drawing of a mic. That's what is modeled after. So it's a fantastic microphone. And then I think the best jumping-off point for someone on a budget would be something like the Samsung Q2U. It's like fifty bucks at Best Buy. It's both XLR and USB, so you can start out with just USB, but then as you upgrade. To get a you know, like interface or something of that nature, it would still be fantastic, and it's it also modeled off that SM58. So, what you're thinking of, and probably what you're speaking into right now, is probably a high PR40 or electric voice, uh, RE20 or a sure SM7B, those are the three most common radio microphones. I, coming from radio, I use the SM7B, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, I'm gonna probably need to get your uh. Carla, I know you mentioned Facebook as a yeah. uh, group that, that you have some of these discussions because I'm, I'm sure people are going to want to. It's hard to take notes with uh, you know on radio, so it's like, uh, where can people go actually to find out about you know the kind of uh, like a group that has these discussions and, and where can you know I mean this is not we're not at the end yet, but uh, you know where can people like talk to Doc and get all these great recommendations.
3: Oh, I think I,
2: yeah. that's the
0: doc. Doc is a man. Yeah. Well, so yeah, we what? A I mean, what's the what's the Facebook? Uh, what's the Facebook
2: you group? Go, you go into Facebook and look for Ecamm community. It's actually in there. Or if you just go to ecamm.com, dot com, you can find the icon on the bottom of the page, and you'll find a bunch of 808ers in there. There's myself and Carla, Billy B's hanging out in there. <laughs> There's a couple more of us out there. So yeah.
0: And then uh do you guys? I mean, you know, you got people like me. Starting from scratch, so you, it's not like, uh hey, you got to go back, you know, go back and find out the the answer <laughs> in the thread. You you, you oh, pretty no, much no, no,
2: not at all. I do a live demo every Friday morning at roughly eight o'clock Hawaii time. Oh wow! So you can catch it on on the eCam YouTube channel. Um, every Friday I do a demo from from like you know Flower, and when you walk out, you get toast.
0: Okay, so so <laughs> Doc, what's uh what's your uh YouTube site?
2: Um, I'm, I'm YouTube.com slash DocRock, and then ecam is YouTube.com slash ecam Good, I I'll, put that, Live, I'll put
0: that up on our okay. show notes. And and Kaala, uh, where can people catch your interviews? Ooh, sex. You know,
3: we're, we're on the WDC um, uh, YouTube channel is where we're doing a whole bunch of stuff now talking to really interesting people like yourself, by the way, Bert, uh, about the workforce and the future of work and, you know, what kind of skills and technology and digital stuff
0: I'll put that up uh, on our show notes for later on tonight. Of course, uh, Doc Rock and Ka'alas, who's a couple of my favorite serial entrepreneurs, and I want to thank you both for joining us today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk about the FCC Emergency Broadband Benefit. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on Bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at ByteMarks. Our engineer is David Chong. And, of course, you can catch us on HPR1 every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You stay safe, you stay awesome, and we'll see you next week on another edition of ByteMarks Cafe.